Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 32, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, and yes, it's day 32, and that means we're just getting going in the second book of the Bible, Exodus. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Good mafterning, Marvin. Oh, good mafterning, Dave. So I, I know it's Tuesday, but well, <laughs> yesterday, after we, we started reading Exodus, I came up with a great joke. You did? Okay, well, go on then. Okay, so, if God had a message for the cows of the Old Testament, who would he have sent? I don't know, Marvin. Uh, This is a very strange joke. Who would God have sent? He would have sent Moses. (laughs) Okay, well, yes, I, I guess I've heard worse, Marvin. Oh, come on, Dave. Everyone loves a cow joke. Sure they do. Well, look, enough of this, Marvin. We need to get going on today's reading. Now, yesterday we heard about Moses being born, and then growing up and killing that guy and then having to run away. Oh yeah, that's right. So in today's reading, 40 years have passed since then. And since then, Moses has been working as a shepherd all that time. Wow, 40 years. That is a long time. That's 160 cow years. Yep, a long time when Moses had no idea that God had big plans for him. In fact, he probably felt God would want nothing to do with someone like him. But as we will find out, that was not true at all. Okay, okay. So, well, who's reading today? Today, it's our friend Deirdre. Oh, great. Did you know Deirdre used to teach me in Sunday school when I was just a tiny little calf? Hi, Deirdre. Hi, everyone. Today's reading is from Exodus, chapter 3, verses 1 to 15. And it's the story of the burning bush. Moses was taking care of the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro. Jethro was the priest of Midian. Moses led the flock to the western side of the desert. He came to Horeb. It was the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him from inside a burning bush. Moses saw that the bush was on fire, but it didn't burn up. So Moses thought, I'll go over and see this strange sight. Why doesn't the bush burn up? The Lord saw that Moses had gone over to look. So God spoke to him from inside the bush. He called out, Moses, Moses, here I am. Moses said. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals. The place where you are standing is holy ground. He continued. I am the God of your father. I am the God of Abraham. I am the God of Isaac. And I am the God of Jacob. When Moses heard that, he turned his face away. He was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have seen how my people are suffering in Egypt. I have heard them cry out because of their slave drivers. I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to save them from the Egyptians. I will bring them up out of that land. I will bring them into a good land. It has a lot of room. It is a land that has plenty of milk and honey. The Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites and Jebusites live there. And now Israel's cry for help has reached me. 
I have seen how badly the Egyptians are treating them. So now, go. I am sending you to Pharaoh. I want you to bring the Israelites out of Egypt. They are my people. But Moses spoke to God. Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? He said. Who am I that I should bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God said, I will be with you. I will give you a sign. It will prove that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, all of you will worship me on this mountain. Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the people of Israel. Suppose I said to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And suppose they ask me, What is his name? Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. Here is what you must say to the Israelites. Tell them, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, The Lord is the God of your fathers. He has sent me to you. He is the God of Abraham. He is the God of Isaac and he is the God of Jacob. My name will always be the Lord. Call me this name for all time to come. Thanks, Deirdre. Oh, so Dave, correct me if I'm wrong. You know I will, Marvin. Well, I believe today what we heard of was another theophanophany. Hang on, say that again. A theophanophany. Well, you're close, Marvin, and I'm really glad you've remembered that word. But not so many ophanophanies there, it's just a theophany. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but not a flaming torch or a fire pot this time, huh? Nope, but still something fiery. A burning bush. A bush that, even though it was on fire, it wasn't getting burned up. Hmm, strange. Hey Dave, why do you think God chooses to show up as fire so much? Yeah, that's a good question. And I think, Marvin, fire helps us think about God's holiness. His holiness? Yep, God is holy. Oh, oh, okay. I have some socks like that. What? I have some socks. You know, with holes in the bottom. They're holy. No, Marvin, uh, that's a different kind of holy. Oh, okay. So, well, what kind of holy is God? Well, sounds like the professor is going to help us with that. Hi, everybody! <laughs> Hello, Professor. So, what are you guys talking about today? Well, today, Professor, we're talking about how God is holy. Ah, yes! <laughs> That's a very important thing to understand about God, yeah? <laughs> when we talk about his holiness, well, it's connected to his perfect goodness, his perfect righteousness, yeah? But it's also something more than just the goodness or the righteousness. You see, because God is holy, this super special fiery goodness, his holiness cannot be around the sinfulness. Hmm. It's why our sin is such a big problem. Hmm. What do you mean? Well, Marvin, hmm. imagine our sin is a little bit of paper, okay? Okay. Yeah, and then imagine God's holiness is a fire. Okay? Okay. So, what happens when the sin, the paper, touches the fire? Oh, well, I guess it just burns right up, huh? Ah, that's right. <laughs> There's no way to save it. Boom, it's on fire. It's all burned up. It's gone. 
Oh, wait. Oh, no. Yeah, you get it. You see, we are all the sinners. And so because God is holy by ourselves, we could not be with him in heaven because we would die. Burned up. Boom. Gone. <laughs> Which is why something had to be done to solve the problem of our sinfulness and God's holiness. Our sinfulness had to be fixed. Oh, that's why Jesus came, huh? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, to understand why Jesus had to come, we need to understand God's holiness. This super special fiery perfect goodness, set apart from all that is unholy, like us. We'll see it lots of times in lots of different ways in the Bible, but here it is in the burning bush, where God is just talking to Moses, but it makes the ground holy. And so God tells Moses, take your shoes off, Moses! You can't just walk up to something holy and treat it like it's not special. It's very, very special. It's set apart from everything that's unholy. Great, thank you so much, Professor. So yes, God is holy. And this holy God sends Moses back to Egypt to rescue his people. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then he told Moses that his name was I Am. Hmm. That's a pretty strange name, don't you think, Dave? Yeah, it sounds really strange to us, but when you think about it, what name could be good enough or great enough to describe everything that God is? Just in the last few weeks, we've talked about how God is sovereign, how he is omnipresent, how he is omniscient, he knows everything, how he never breaks his promises. Today, we've talked about how he is holy, and I don't know what name could ever describe all that God is. And so God simply says his name is I Am. Maybe because all of those things that he is are too great to be wrapped up in one little name. Okay, yeah, yeah, I am actually does a pretty good job when you put it like that. So, there we have it. Moses has been sent on a rescue mission by this holy God, the great I am. And tomorrow we'll hear how Moses feels about that. But today, kids, pick three things about God, three things that he is, and thank him that he is those three amazing things. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Dave. I I guess we're out of time. So, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.